I'm Dave Monaco, the Allen Meyer Family Head of School at Parish Episcopal School. Welcome to the From My Angle podcast. Our podcast episodes in September have focused on a specific element of the year-long theme of belonging, that being safety. We've explored Parish's commitment to ensuring a physically secure campus, and most recently, we delved into our school's mission as an inclusive Episcopal community, and how our quest to live fully into it we hope enhances the sense of emotional safety individuals and families experience at Parish. In this episode, as we conclude our look at the relationship between safety and belonging, we excitedly introduce a new track to the From My Angle podcast. For the first time, I welcome a student co-host, Junior Amari Hayes, to join me. Dedicated listeners will remember Amari as a dynamic guest on last season's podcast. Together, he and I will be offering a series of belonging-focused podcast episodes over the course of this school year, ones which orient distinctly to the perspective of the student experience at Parrish. In this inaugural joint effort, Amari and I are joined by members of the upper school community to discuss how new students are guided in their acclimation to our high school program. In short, we wanted to know how students come to discover a sense of safety and fit as they navigate the academic culture at our school. Joining Amari and me in this conversation are a pair of adults, Andrew Jennings, Interim Head of Upper School, and Durga Shanmugan, who teaches ninth grade physics and is a freshman advisor. We are also joined by several students who offer their unique perspectives on finding one's academic fit in our upper school. Two are new to parish, freshman Lydia Cook-Wiggins and senior Blake Burris. One, senior Dahlia Sharif, is a parish lifer. I think you will enjoy this conversation among members of our upper school community. I'm Dave Monaco. Welcome to the From My Angle podcast. I have a room full of special guests today, but the most uh, specialist of guests is my co-host for the first time, Junior Mari Hayes. Welcome, Mari. Hello. Uh, thank you for having me um, again, Mr. Monaco. I'm glad you're here. Yes, I'm glad that you giving me the opportunity to have a reappearance. You're more than welcome. And it won't be your only appearance this year. We're going to do several podcasts uh, together over the course of the year, uh, at least I hope once once per month. And uh, we're going to stay on the belonging theme because that's what I've been doing in my podcast <coughs> series to date. But when we get together, you and me, we're going to have uh, a, a look at belonging really from the lens of students and more student perspective. And that's what we're going to kick off today. So I'm really excited about it. Why did you want to be a co-host of a podcast in the first place? Maybe we should tell everybody that you were a guest on my podcast last year but i mean why do you want to co-host a podcast so i wanted to co-host a podcast because my sophomore year last year was probably my roughest year at parish and so i grew a lot and went through trials and tribulations but then at the end of it all i at the end of it all i felt like that i was the only one going through certain issues Mm -hmm. And after t- having open dialogue with my peers, it was seen that every 16, 17-year-old, 15-year-old who's in high school have some of the same issues. And so I just wanted a platform to where that us students could have a voice and not that our <clears throat> voice be told by someone else. 
Absolutely. And I think that's, we're going to get into it on this theme of belonging all throughout the year. It's not just going to be about roses and everything that's wonderful and great in this community or out in the broader world of being a, uh, an adolescent. I mean, we're going to really try to explore those themes. So thanks for uh, joining and coming together to help me with this. So just to reset for the re- uh, listeners, you know, we've, we've looked at uh, belonging specifically in my first episodes this year uh, around the notion of safety. So we had Bodhi starting on our director of community safety. We talked about you really can't feel uh, that you belong to a place until you feel <coughs> physically safe there. So what are we doing as a school to create physical safety? We followed that up with conversations with the members of the Inclusive Community Task Force. You can't feel safe in a place if you don't have emotional safety. And so we've tried to cultivate that by working on how inclusive we are to live into our mission as an inclusive Episcopal community. Today, Amari and I decided for our kickoff that we wanted to talk to some new students right Amari yes, really to this notion of uh, the student experience here and figure out how they find their fit here we're a month into school now it's nearly the end of September um, as new students come to our upper school where the academics are certainly more robust and significant uh, how do people find their fit and their place here so you mentioned in your opening uh, a little bit of your own struggle and acclimation last year as a sophomore but think back a couple of years to a freshman what do you, what do you remember about the challenges specifically of finding your academic fit not even socially just academically getting used to uh, the new environments here coming from Dealey. We talked a little bit about this on my pod with you last year. Correct. Um, so I was kind of a special case. So um, at Dealey, I completed most of my core classes that I had to retake freshman year. So it was kind of a breeze for me. But the biggest thing that, that I had to key on and focus on was time management and doing homework. Mm-hmm. Because coming from public school, homework really wasn't something that was stressed. It was something that was suggested. Mm-hmm. And and after coming here, the first couple of months, it it hurt me, but it also taught me like, okay, enough is enough. We're in high school now, so it's not eighth grade anymore. So, but other than that aspect, academically, my freshman year was probably my best year thus far academically, hoping hoping that my junior year trumps it for sure though but i'm sure i'm sure it will so uh, tell us about how you went about uh thinking through who we'd invite today not the people we'll have them introduce themselves in a second but when you were thinking about the combination of folks uh what did you want to fill the room with today who, who we have here with us got you um i wanted a combination <clears throat> of a upper school student that has already been here um mm-hmm. as you already uh, said a new incoming s- senior, mm-hmm. someone who who has to get adapted to a completely new culture and who's only in that culture for one year, mm-hmm. and an incoming <clears throat> freshman, someone who could, who could give us a lens from eighth grade mm. to ninth grade and and just their overall views on on how they um appro- on how they approach certain things. Excellent. And we have a couple of adults who've got uh, wisdom on what that change is in his life. So um, why don't you go ahead and have our have our guests introduce themselves. Yes. So uh, how about we start off with Miss Lydia? Uh, My name is Lydia. I am in the ninth grade and I am new to parish. Where'd you come from last year, Lydia? Tell us where you went to eighth grade. Um, I went to Barry Middle School. It's a small little school in Mesquite. Mm -hmm. Um, Quite the drive from... Mm -hmm. From, <laughs> from there to here. Yes, yeah, so you're making a long trip every day. Mm-hmm. It's very small. The, um, the culture there is nothing like it is, nothing like it is here. Um, and it's very like, 
rowdy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here it's really sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And the people here are a lot more genuine. Mm-hmm. And they're a lot nicer. Interesting. So we'll look forward to exploring <laughs> that with you. Um, I'm Durga Shemugin. I teach upper school science. And I am a freshman advisor this year. I'm Andrew Jennings. I'm the interim head of upper school. And I'm Blake Burris. I'm a senior here, and this is my first year at Parrish. Um, I'm from Irving MacArthur High School, so it's been a bit of an adjustment, but I'd say the biggest thing is trying to find an environment that I'm uncomfortable in so I can push myself to be better. My name is Dahlia. Um, I'm also a senior, but I've been at Parrish for 13 years, so it's kind of my hometown. I know <laughs> I know almost everybody, and I kind of it's kind of... A routine thing for me yeah so. which would be an interesting pers- an interesting <clears throat> yeah. perspective is uh, an interesting perspective as well so let, let's kick it in with the questions a little bit Lydia and, and Blake gave a little bit of a, uh, of a preview as to uh, what some of their experiences would be but I think we want to dig into that some more Omar yeah got you um so um Lydia I heard you say that the culture of Barry was totally different than here at Parrish what do you mean by that like could could you <clears throat> give us a visual with words of the difference. Okay, so the culture at Barry, the difference between Barry and Parish are the people here are a lot more open-minded and they're they're more open for change, and they're open to like like adapt to to new things that they haven't that they haven't done or experienced before, and and I think that when I say it's different. Um, it's something that I w- would like to be around a lot more, and it's definitely somewhere where I see myself in the future. And yeah, that's so it's worth the drive mm-hmm. so far <laughs> in that in that regard in terms of the academic and the academic culture. Um, biggest acclimation, Blake. Like, uh, I mean, you did three years in high school already, yes, so yes, it wasn't as if high school was different. Correct. What have you noted in terms of the academic? Um, I'd uh, say transition for you. The main thing is is being able to speak with my teachers the office hours and having free periods i feel like is is really new to me and it's really comparable to college and i'd Mm -hmm. say like the essence of having a lot of free time on your hands but managing it the right way and the teachers being able to communicate with you day in and day out has been a big step about it and you're really having to mature to succeed in this environment so yeah Murray, you mentioned managing your time is that part of it for you too in other words uh, i have 80 minutes of a free period now um, maybe I should go see my math teacher yes, sir. and take that initiative. <clears throat> yes, sure. Uh, 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 for sure. Because coming from having all of my classes in a day to having um, to having a A-B schedule mm-hmm. was hard uh, for me because before then I never had to manage my time because time was always... Um, was, was, was always planned out accordingly. Yeah. So that was probably the biggest acclamation that I had. Now, would you concur in yours is the same? Like, I would agree, because I came from a school that had eight periods as well, mm-hmm. and we had 45-minute classes, and so not all the time I was able to ask questions that I wanted to or get in-depth information about a certain subject, and teachers really weren't as free, because, I mean, they had eight-class eight schedules as well, so the only free times were before or after school, and as an athlete, we have busy schedules before and after school, so... I didn't really always have the the availability that I have here, and so I feel like that's helped me grow. Me helped me grow as well, but essentially, I feel like it's it's in your hands at the end of the day. So got you. Now, um, I heard Blake talk about the um of availability of teachers. So as a teacher 
coming from Hillcrest High School and now to Parrish, what difference have you made as far as being more available for your students? And I would like to know the difference if that is even a key thing in the public school industry. Um, so flexibility and schedule, like you guys have mentioned, is completely different because Parrish is very much a collegiate environment. Um, so even working with ninth graders, that's one of the issues they have in regards to trying to adjust to the upper school schedule is, and if I asked my freshman advisory students, I said, you know, what's different from middle school? They're like, we have all this free time. So yes, you have the free time, but it goes back to being responsible for how you use that time. As a faculty member, I love it because now I have time within my day to meet with students when they are available. So like I tell my advisees and my physics students, utilize that time. Go ask help. You have the time within the day to use effectively. And so I, that's the time I use to tutor students, especially if they are available at that time. So now is it fair to say that with time, you, you can focus on belonging? Of course, correct. Gotcha. Yes. It's time to build relationships with my students, but it's also time to get to know my students during that, especially students who are struggling and ask for help. Um, so yes, it yeah, is. That's social time. belonging, but also correct. academic belonging. Academic like belonging. here's some skills or areas where you may need uh, some some uh, extra support as you as you transition to school. So Lydia, you talked about the sophistication of the culture and what I what I hear you saying is sort of the expectations are kind of uniformly high. But um, as Blake talked about this notion of uh, learning to begin to connect with teachers and take that initiative and own that process, like what has been the biggest adjustment for you in the first month as a brand new freshman, new to high school, new to parish academically to find your fit? Like what's been the hardest, the hardest thing for you, the biggest struggle? I think it's like keep being organized because organization is a big key because if you don't, if you don't know like what, what's due and when it's due or like, or even like where you put a certain assignment, it was like on a, on a piece of paper and you lose it. It's like, Keep being organized is very important to me. And if I'm not organized, I feel uncomfortable or stressed out. And going to going to my teachers and talking to them about it and emailing them, because technology is, is very, very good here. Mm -hmm. um, I think that staying in touch with teachers and being organized is, it has been the biggest acclimation for me. Yeah, so the portal, I bet, it's a big difference, perhaps for both of you, but like, I don't, I don't know if you all were on a learning platform uh, like we have here at, at MacArthur or Barry, so you want to speak to that? Yes, yeah, so I'll speak yeah. on that. Um, one thing that I really like about the portal is that from my old school, the portal that we had yeah. just had our grades on there, and so, I mean, we could kind of see the assignments that had already passed and had been graded, but it didn't really give us any insight to what was going to be going on in the future, and so I feel like being proactive instead of like reactive is one of the biggest things like if I know that it's a lesson I can look over it before we even are taught that day about it in class and I can go to see my teacher before it's too late and like I actually need help and I'm struggling but here I can go ask questions or I can figure out what's going on like beforehand and get extra help that I wouldn't have had time to before. So. And you're sending some emails Lydia as well to your teachers so you've gotten comfortable enough you're feeling a, a sense of connection and fit here enough that you don't feel intimidated sending an email to a Dr. Shanmugan, for example, to ask a question. Communication is key for yeah. me. Good for you. Being able to reach out is very important. Good for you. Now, Dahlia, 
I have a quick question for you now. You have been here for 13 years, as you said. Yes, now, you don't have the same um, issues or, or problems as incomers do, but I know that even though you're a veteran, there's things that you're ch challenged with either being, either trying to make the culture of Paris, since you've always been here, as as welcoming as possible mm -hmm. and academically what are some things that veterans might be good at or not good at well i mean you got to think about like to be more welcoming you have to be involved like no matter what you're doing you can't just like be off to the side like watching new students come so like for me especially not all students are as involved as i am and like with student government and with other like activities that i do it's easier to meet like the freshmen especially with the orientation that we have for them and especially new students because like we're able to meet them before school really starts and before there's the stress of like all of these classes all of this like you don't have the time to really like make new friends as easily as you do at orientation where that's kind of the point of it is to like be more welcoming but it's also just important when school does start just like being there for them and like if they have questions for you they know that like you've been here long enough for me especially just to be able to help them like oh I, I've I've known this for a while like this has been something that's that's routine to me now so like it's easier to give advice to those new students and just to be there like to help them even with academic stuff just like like we know the teachers and we've known them from the past so we can be like oh well this teacher grades like this so like like just be aware of that kind of stuff so it's better to have it's good to have that kind of like you know that experience but I wonder, in listening to Blake and Lydia talk about um, <clears throat> leveraging relationships with teachers, mm -hmm. um, organizing time, uh, reaching out to teachers via email, yeah. using using the portal, I wonder if you think back to freshman year, even to someone who at that time had been here for nine years, yeah. how much of that sounded, yeah, that's pretty familiar to me, yeah, even no, as an experience. Not at all. Like not a, at all. Right? So, I mean, what's the difference between being here a long time? Yeah. Like, what were you more comfortable at as a rising ninth grader, you right. think, based on what you've heard these two talking about, and what was pretty much yeah part for the course everybody's going to go through it i mean definitely just the transition into high school like the, you got the big scary seniors when you're a freshman and that even then even having a brother who was a junior mm -hmm. at that point it's still it's still scary to like see how like how much more intimidating they are no matter how nice they are they're going to be intimidating <laughs> mm -hmm. like and just having like in middle school we just really didn't have as much work mm -hmm. and it just wasn't freshman year was <coughs> one of the harder years for me just because of how much I thought I could handle obviously I couldn't handle it as much as I thought I could because you know you think that it's just kind of the same workload but mm -hmm. I, I realized that that was not the case yeah and uh Dahlia um <clears throat> you um ate this the the uh, statement of that you are open to giving advice mm -hmm. that is very powerful in itself because it's because even though that you're giving that advice, you are giving off the presence of welcoming, like even Definitely. to be um, um, approached. Definitely. So now, when when new students are coming in, mm -hmm. how do you try to make your presence open so that they aren't hesitant? Yeah. on asking you questions even though they don't know who you are yeah that's been my goal like that's since freshman year that's been my goal is to just be nice to everyone be able to be approachable to everyone and that's 
through kind of my like open personality and a lot of people know that I'm just loud in general but just like being able to like be in front of like I have I did the chapel homily today and just things that are like like emceeing the pep rallies and stuff so them knowing that I already have that open personality and am able to talk in front of big groups I also really like being able to just like meet new people and be able to talk to them just with like having this, the open personality that I have and even if you don't have like as much going on if you're not as open it's still like in a, in a smaller environment it's still good to be able to just be like hi like I've been here for a while I know I know things like I know like my way around if you get lost I'm here to help you like don't like don't hesitate to come talk to me yeah any students listening because you're on the show, Amari, any students that are now listening to the podcast, they won't when it's just Mr. Monaco. But if they're listening, that's great advice from Dahlia, yeah. right? Like for our experienced, long-standing students mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, from an academic standpoint, <clears throat> just say, how can I help you navigate yeah. your transition yeah. to, to Especially parish. having Amari as your co-host. That's cool to have a <laughs> right? student co-host. There like, you go. Makes it more interesting for the kids because they think if it's just you, then it's, oh, it's for our parents. Exactly. Maybe they'll plug in. So, exactly. so Doc, let's talk a little bit more about from this, from the adult perspective. I think... Um, You've heard the you've heard what um, uh, Lydia and, and Blake have said specifically, but like just your month in, you know you've watched several years of freshmen come on through here. What are you hearing that resonates with you? Is the biggest challenges or struggles for the freshmen coming into the upper school program new, really, or to Dahlia's point, just making the leap from middle school here at Parish up to the upper school? What do you what do you see as a freshman advisor and teacher? Um, most of the time, for most of the ninth graders, the challenge has been one as stated before, the flexibility in schedules. Having that extra time and trying to figure out how to uh, make that time work, mm-hmm. how to be effective with that time. They are also overwhelmed at the beginning because they're trying to figure out the processes of upper school. So being a new student and understanding student life in at Parish um, takes a week or two or three of adjustment. And, and by then, that you mean things like uh, things student life. student life, things like um, <laughs> our, for new students, the chapel within our schedule, daily schedule. Um, for uh, upper school, um, we have assemblies this year, so understanding how to navigate that mm-hmm. space and chapel space. Um, homecoming and sports, athletics, everything's inter interwined. Pep rallies. So everything they, outside academics correct. essentially falls into our umbrella called student life. Student life, um, clubs and organizations. Lots of lexicon. Lots in, of terminology. What not yes. to be involved in? Yeah. Where where to be uh, run for officers in every single mm-hmm. organization? Student government or um, honor council. Yeah. So those are things they have to try to figure out. In addition to trying to figure out their relationships and friendships not just with adults but with their peers as well Um, what I found interesting within my advisory because uh, this is my first time with the ninth grade advisory is it's two of my new students who stepped up as co-captains I had a group that was running but because of their personalities they were the ones chosen by Mm. their peers as uh, co-captains so I found that interesting but then again that was their way of trying to belong in this new community Mm -hmm. Um, so that was uh, that was fun to watch. Um, also, they are with that extra that flexibility in time. They um, 
they aren't, I think all upper school students as ninth graders aren't used to asking for help, being, taking the personal responsibility to be proactive in asking faculty members, hey, I need help, this is where the struggle is. Some still haven't figured that out because it is week six. Mm -hmm. It takes maybe out towards the end of try Trial one line, before right. they realize, yep. oh, I really need to get the help and that's okay, that's part of the process. Um, and also knowing where the resources are because there are so many resources available on the portal like you mentioned and everything else. Math labs and advisors math, and, and yes. So knowing a, where to get that <clears throat> and right. that will take a whole trimester of trying to figure that out anyways. Yeah, so you and Blake really spoke to the same idea of being proactive and, and this this is a, a real theme it sounds like from this skill and even mm -hmm. Lydia's mentioned or demonstrated her own behavior just to, to be able to take to take that through. Now Dr. Shamukin, one quick thing. Mm -hmm. As a teacher, mm -hmm. How do you how do you allow the students, new incoming students, to know that it is that it is okay to come to me? Like like how do you make that known and welcome? Because my freshman year, that even though the teachers told me the that they had office hours and that I could meet with them, like I kind of felt that I still couldn't go meet with them or talk to them. Well, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think that takes conversations with each other, with your peers, because when one student comes and sees me and gets help, then they'll go mm. tell their friends, oh, you know, she's available. You need to go meet with her. You need to go meet with him. You need to ask help. So that comes with one, I mean, all I could do is say, come see me, this, and also telling parents that mm -hmm. this is protocol. Um, and then also once a student comes and sees me, they realize how useful it is. Yeah. Whether it's going over an assessment, going over a quiz, just going over a problem, they realize that that's a useful tool to have. And so um, it just takes time, but eventually they realize. So in our final, uh, our final section here, in the remaining minutes, I think we want to talk about two features of the upper school program specifically that we've tried to get better at, quite frankly, because we, we have not always done well, I think, helping especially uh, transitioning students like um, um, Lydia and Blake who are coming to Parish to, to acclimate well, and, and that's freshman seminar. And, and the onboarding program. So, uh, Ms. Jenks, let's go to let's go to onboarding first and talk sure. a little bit about the rationale, why we started it, and what it comprises, when it takes place, and then um, to, to the degree students have taken taken uh, part part in it, we can hear what hear what their experience with it has been. Yeah, um, like you said, I, mean, I think you're right that we we recognized a few years ago that we weren't doing enough to really help ease the transition for students new to the upper school. Um, high school's hard for everybody, as you guys have talked about. Um, you know, Dahlia, even you recognize that there was a jump. It's even harder if you're coming from a place that's unfamiliar. If you're coming from a place that has um, a totally different culture, like you've talked about, Lydia, um, or different academic expectations. And so about three years ago, we started working in the summer um, to bring in students to help that transition. And it's really grown each summer, last summer was, I think, our most successful. I'll let Blake tell me if I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I feel like last summer was, was really strong. We had greater participation. And um, really what we're doing is we're focusing on what you all have been talking about. It's the cultural elements and the academic elements. Um, and parts of the cultural elements would include, you know, that technology literacy piece that we talked about in terms of accessing grades, communicating with teachers uh, electronically. Um, then you know we're also looking at different behavioral expectations. Um, that's part of the culture of the school. 
and um, the community service elements, um, honor code, all of these things are unique parts of the upper school culture at Parish. So you've built a team of adults. Yes. I mean, you may want to describe <clears throat> who some of the people are that come in and drop in to so, basically start to uncover or unpack some of these uh, terms and processes for the new students. Sure, so that that just on that cultural side of things, I would say that the, the people who really deliver those messages and who um, participate in the onboarding um, would be our upper school administrative team, um, but also uh, Amy Autry uh, has done a ton of work and just an incredible job in terms of helping the students understand what it's like to be at Parish. Mm -hmm. um, and that goes like to the minutia that you may not think about, like how, for, for you three who haven't been here your whole lives, was Parish the first time you had to wear a uniform to school? Other than like elementary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's like, that's a new experience for a lot of people and just dress code and, and those types of things. And so uh, Miss Autry walks people through every detail on that side of things and uh, our administrative team does as well. Uh, then on the academic side, we actually have our English and our math teachers. They come up here and they work with the students. We try to kind of diagnose any um, any uh, gaps in the students' skills or uh, or knowledge so that we can address those. So that by the time school starts, they're in a better place to to kind of hit the ground running and be successful from the beginning in their classes. Everybody gets logged into the portal, uh, yes. so it's not the first day of school. They get at really that exposure to, to, that, to that piece of it. And what are the actual mechanics of this, Mr. Jennings? Like, is this X number of days a week for X number of hours? Like, just, just basically um, give the listeners an idea of how, how you all have structured this. Well, and so that's the piece that really continues to, to morph over the years. And so this past summer, um, I'll let Blake describe the, the schedule in greater detail, but um, yes, there, I mean, there are set times um, that are kind of around other activities here on campus to make sure we're not, you know, asking students to be in two places at once. Um, but those times are, you know, set blocks with certain teachers assigned to different days to help um, the students with the transition. Um, Blake, do you want to talk yes, more about the, the um, details so of the schedule? From my experience, it was four days a week, Monday through Thursday. And there were two slots available, so it really helped the students who had things going on this summer. Like we had summer workouts, and I was able to go to the later schedule instead of the morning one, so I'd have the freedom to still get that experience. But I feel like the most beneficial part was, aside from the basics of getting your portal and everything figured out like that, was building relationships. We had opportunities to go on scavenger hunts and meet new teachers, and we had a lot of people come and talk to us on certain days. So I feel like the the whole onboarding experience was was really beneficial to my experience especially coming in as a senior and i feel like it's it's key to not only meeting teachers but meeting new students and going into a new school you might not have a lot of people that you know and so you may have a friend that somebody who else is new and if you see somebody in the hallway when the school year starts you may not know what's going on but as long as you have somebody that you're comfortable with it really makes things a lot easier. Mm -hmm. so. Either you two, uh, Amari, you been any work with onboarding or yes. Lydia? You know, uh, Amar? So freshman year, that maybe my first, maybe my first year. Yes, yeah. I would attest that that is probably why my uh, success was so great mm -hmm. that year yeah. because the first I saw that my teachers cared about me, mm -hmm. and and when I know that s someone cares about me, I will do almost anything mm -hmm. for that person. So having that sense of of a family, like as if I was already here, mm -hmm. even though it was my f first day being here, yeah. and um, um, and as uh, Mr. Jennings talked about, uh, Miss Autry, a phenomenal person. Mm -hmm. Uh, she honestly cares about um, uh, she honestly cares about those 
that are trying to get acclimated and she gives us the tools mm-hmm. to uh, prepare us to be successful in a in a new mm-hmm. um environment uh and and honestly uh, the the best way to put on boarding it was a year of parish before even being in paris which which uh which bridges the gap f- from coming from somewhere i mean uh which bridges the gap to coming to somewhere that is foreign to us as a incoming student. Yeah, that's well said. It kind of compresses that experience into a few weeks over the course of the summer. And I do think we have a demonstrating of time to to see um, rising students like Adalia be able to access a very similar type of onboarding program. And and this is, I think, part of our part of our vision moving moving ahead. If you wish to expound upon that. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's been one of the major changes is being more inclusive in who's invited to the table right. here and who can come to these uh, to these onboarding classes and so currently it's been uh, new students um, and that number has continued to go up but as we kind of uh, lean further into reimagine where we're gonna have students um, really working towards mastery and in, in their uh, academic content areas that experience could be very valuable for them to provide them some uh, structure over the summer to continue their work or to, um, if they have a particular passion, to forge ahead and uh, continue their studies from the end of the year. Or if there were, um, if there were topics that um, weren't as clear, they can use that summer, the onboarding, um, in order to make sure that they are where they need to be. Uh, for the next school year and then they don't start at a deficit. So so, I think people should really watch for that expansion. The Inclusive Community Task Force report also suggested that we look to move the onboarding program or an onboarding program to middle school as well. So all of these are on our our radars. We try to help students find uh, a smooth academic fit and transition, whether they're life or students transitioning or or, or new students coming up. I just tweeted an article yesterday for those of you who follow me on social media too about Lehigh University uh, who um, like many universities across the country right now are building these types of programs into their infrastructure. They are realizing that uh, students are appearing on university and college campuses with a wide range of preparatory skills and in order to increase retention and improve the sense of inclusion and success on their college campuses, there are entire areas of student life and academic departments now in colleges and universities like Lehigh that are doing very similar type programs to the ones we have with with onboarding. Lydia, you didn't do onboarding, but you did freshman seminar. Mm-hmm. So you can maybe give us some glimpse of some of the things that you've experienced there. And then Dr. Shen Mugen and uh, Mr. Jennings can fill in some bl- uh, some, some blanks there about uh, what the freshman seminar is about. So what have you done so far when you go up, when do you go to freshman seminar? What happens when you're there? Tell us a little bit of what you've experienced so far. Okay, so I have freshman seminar, a new student seminar on my B days. Um, and normally, um, occasionally they have guest speakers and when we do they're normally from the staff of upper school um, so for example we've had Dr. Murray, Miss um, Kaylee um, and Mr. Addington they've all talked to us about different things that go on um, go on in parish and some more information about who to reach out to if you're um, if you're dealing with this type of problem and basically different solutions mm. and yeah that's yeah, so Dr. Murray is a social-emotional counselor, so if you're feeling uh, a sense of being overwhelmed or sad or depressed, 
she's given you some ideas of where to go to to, to get resources there. Uh, Mr. Addison, you mentioned the uh, assistant head of after school for academics, so that's how to navigate the academic pathways. Ms. Kaylee is on the student life side uh, that Dr. Shimmy was talking about earlier, so you've got an exposure uh, to those to those three individuals. Uh, Mr. Jenks, fill in some yeah, of the other so components of that program and why why that's in place and how that works. I think Lydia did a great job of showing the commonalities and how the onboarding and the freshman seminar work together. It's really about resources and knowing mm. the resources at your disposal. So um, part of the onboarding experience, um, we do our best to sit down and have face-to-face -face conversations and build relationships with families and with new students so that we can <laughs> explain to them who we are and what we do at the school and you know that we're there that the reason why we're here is to to assist them in whatever they need um, the freshman seminar is the same idea we have um, our administrators and our staff come through and talk to you so you know who you can seek out if you're having different types of issues and I think that that awareness you know back to Amari's point that you know it can be hard to kind of break that barrier to ask for help we're doing the best that we can, um, and we're constantly trying to get better and improve that, but to make sure that everybody at Parish um, realizes that there's a, a team surrounding them and that they don't feel isolated. Um, back to that idea of belonging, we want you here, we want you to be successful, like let us help you. But you can't be proactive, to Blake's earlier point, unless you know what's out there. That's right. right? So it's really important to say, here are your resources. Then, I mean, Blake said that earlier, like it's up to you at that point, like they've told you, Right, so then you've got to go reach out and, pl and plug into and, and plug into those, which I think is really uh, a valuable connection of our of our themes today. Yeah, yes, sir. And um, when um, Mr. Jennings was talking about the faculty here, um, like I feel like that 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 is a very key thing in having a institution that that has a presence of belonging, because at public school I can attest that that even though we had counselors even though we had principals even though we had people with title they they just did their job and they didn't show that <laughs> that they cared about our well-being and, and and that they only cared about the grade that we made and so our our staff here focuses on grades yes for sure because we're in high school but they are more concerned about you becoming a better person and and how they can help you be an impact in our global uh, society mm -hmm. so that's um one key thing that i will uh, praise parish for and doing a and, and doing a great job for is having a staff that is engaged and interested in us and not just interested in our test scores mm -hmm. yep for sure and it's as we've talked about here richard jennings is <clears throat> unpacking you know we've tried to get better at it this is my 11th year and i know there's programmatic elements and also a sort of a culture or spirit of connecting with students that we've all tried to uh do do better at and we'll continue to aspire to do but i think we did pretty good for our first one together don't you think i have one more question yeah let's do it one more question at the end but then tell me do you think we did okay oh, i think we did fantastic yeah so um a quick question for dahlia lydia and blake what what advice could y'all give that would be helpful like just in general as far I'll as this one first socially academically <laughs> i'd say um what can probably be most unique to to my situation in general is coming in as a senior like 
I feel like it's kind of common that there's a responsibility for seniors to be leaders in the school. And so coming into a new place, like I might not know everything that's going on. So in order to be a great leader, I feel like you have to be a great follower as well. So I feel like there's been situations where I've had to listen to people younger than me and take a step back and learn from them, you know, so I can lead better and I can earn that respect instead of just having it as expected. So I feel like one of the, the most important things is not being afraid to get help. And you kind of have to humble yourself at times because it's difficult, but in the long run, it'll be both most beneficial for you. I agree with that. I think that just to be successful, you have to you have to be okay reaching out. You have to kind of like find your resources, be able to you know like like have them help you, let them help you. Don't don't try to do things yourself because obviously you probably can, but it'll be so much harder than if you just kind of reach out to the people who are here to help you, and that's what they're here for. Just like get involved, reach out, kind of try to like be as open and welcoming as possible just to have that social and academic success. Um, for me, since I am a freshman, um, I think that, like um, Dahlia said, being more involved, um, finding, finding a sense of belonging or um, what you're good at and what you would like to focus on for future references um, and, and where you want to be. And I think that being involved in different activities and different clubs and things like that, I think that determines, or not really determines, but it helps you um, kind of find your groove, I guess, or kind of find, kind of find um, something, that, something that you love. Or yeah, I think it's a great point. And you both hit at it earlier, which is you don't have to, you don't have to wait in the parish community if you're new. You don't have to wait to go explore as you're talking about. And I think you should explore a lot of things early because you're, you're not gonna feel connected or uh, uh, that uh, fit in everything you try, but you should look around the broad landscape of, of clubs and sports teams and art endeavors, and you should really explore those early and frequently, and then you'll begin to winnow those as you get older. And by the time, you know, your Dahlia's age and Blake's age, you know, you'll have focused in on the three to four things yeah. where you're dumping in yeah. a lot of your time energy and, and resource Definitely. but I think you guys have, you know if there's a parent of middle school or middle school kids uh, listening to this I think you guys have really offered some great insight on the academic transition and then next time we're together partner we're gonna we're gonna shift to the social we're gonna shift to the social um, connectedness here and again not just for new students because uh, finding your social fit in the world of uh, middle school for sure and certainly continuing up in high school can be a real challenge so i know we're interested in exploring that uh later in october when we come back to to visit again so you'll yes, get sir. us another great audience of people here to, to to chat with by the end of the month yes sir looking forward to it i want to thank everybody for listening to this edition from uh, from my angle podcast and to our great guest today and my co-host it's been fun thank you thank you all right thank you all for being here Thank you for listening to this edition of the From My Angle podcast. Please share it with friends and colleagues in your network. As we move into the month of October, we will explore a sense of place as another of the vital elements in making a community of belonging. Parish Board Chair Andrea Mayfield will visit with me to discuss the values that define parish as a place. Omari and I will have another group of students on the podcast to talk about how students find their place socially at Parish, and we hope to have another episode during the month with a partner of our school, the World Leadership School. 
to share with you as well how one comes to find their fit and place in the global society. I hope you'll plan to continue to learn and reflect with us on these exciting upcoming episodes.